Yo, yo, yo. Steve Mac checking in. This is another episode of the Bro Code Podcast. If you don't know what we do, we just take topics from around the web. We give our two cents. We try to provide as much value. Um, and this week, yesterday actually, um, Kanye dropped his long-awaited album, Jesus is King. Yeah. Um, and it was pretty polarizing because, you know, only a few months prior to that, you know, he trolled us with the whole America is great Trump thing, uh, the whole slavery was a choice thing. And what do we do as a coach? Um, we we canceled him, right? A lot of folks would say, you know what, enough is enough. Blow floating around with that red ball cap on, saying how uh, you know, we're gonna make America great again. I don't this must be Calabasas, yeah. This ain't this ain't Kanye West with the with the pink polo on, through the wire, right. Jesus walks, repping for the culture. So we canceled him. But then Kanye had something up his sleeve. He came and dropped Jesus is King. And before that, he went on a whole thing with his Sunday service. Mm-hmm. Where they go around and they kind of remix yeah. different gospel songs and they make it a whole. And they've, time. Been, they've been having actual service. They yeah, yeah, yeah. They have an actual. Have they have an actual service. I don't know if they have yeah. a pastor or not. Added like an actual <laughs> pastor, or they just have church as far as bringing the people out and, and, and having the music, yeah. and have everybody connect like that. Um, so, like, but he went on the whole thing, and then even recently, I want to say about a week or two ago, it was a viral clip of him. It may have been the clip of um, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, where he told he was telling. Kim Kardashian, his wife, um, that he is no longer comfortable with her wearing certain clothing and revealing herself because they have X amount of children now. And, right. you know, he's now a reborn Jesus follower and so on and so forth. And as, as me and Freeman was having this conversation, whether his intentions are, is pure or not, the first thing that registered in my mind is what I feel like a lot of black people specifically suffer from is what I coined. And I'm not sure if I've ever seen this anywhere else because it's one of those touchy subjects. I can remember I put it on Facebook probably like a year ago and it got like one like because everybody's afraid. <laughs> but what I said was we suffer from the art of the spiritual finesse. Yes. What that means is usually if you're going to respect me, right, respect is earned. Right, I have to earn your respect. You're not just going to say, hey, he's the man and I look up to him or whatever it is. I have to earn that and I have to earn that with with, with how I behave and how I treat other people. And I have to do that time and time and time again to sustain that respect. But what I feel like the art of the spiritual finesse is, if I just say that (laughs) I'm a Jesus follower or I love God or I put God first or God, God, whatever context you want to put God in, that almost immediately makes us a little more accepting. And because it, of that... It, it, break, it breaks down your defenses. It completely breaks down the defense mechanism. Exactly. It breaks down those defense mechanisms. Where it's all, yeah. oh, okay, he loves God, I love God. Who will put anything on God and not be sincere? Right? And I think... Many, many of people, if you've read the Bible, but of course, right? <laughs> exactly. But you know how you know how people do sometimes. They go and find selective Versus based off of whatever they're feeling and then they interpret where they go from there based off of that one thing. Um, And I feel like a lot of the times you can see this in the world of relationships and coaching where where it'll be, in my interpretation, 
where it's guys praying off of the um the brokenness of black women right mm -hmm. where all i have to do is say god told me to tell you that you need to do a b and c instead of me being an actual expert and providing value an actionable value that you can use to, to to transform yourself and those things around you we don't do that because we say oh man you're right god did say that and i feel like kanye west was the perfect example of someone who was canceled who came out of the blue said that he loved jesus so we said okay we're going to open our hand and we're going to invite you back in but my thing is I need to see him on the same Jesus campaign, and I put God first in the next month, in the month after uh -huh. that, in the month after that. Then and only then when I'll be sold. Let's dive into it, bro. What you think about that? I mean, <clears throat> I understand what you're saying. It's, it, with any situation like that is you're looking for consistency, you know what I'm saying, to see whether or not if it's a move or if it's where it's going. You know, shout out to you, extremely talented, you know, from the crib. We are from the crib, you know what I'm saying? And <clears throat> I can see how this would be uh, kind of interesting, you know, to, to the public. I'm not dealing with the culture, the idea of how that affects us, right? That spiritual finesse. And not coming from me, but just the idea that it's been done to the community. You know what I'm saying? The idea that we can take God, you know, and, and use the name by itself for certain actions to completely disarm people. You know what I'm saying? That's dangerous, especially for women when the majority of the time the church is, is telling you, know, God going to send you a man. God going to do this. God going to do that. God, God. You know what I'm saying? And okay, it's not that he's not gonna do it, but it, it's like you have to, the idea is you gotta come to church every week so I can sell you on an idea or, or let you know that God has his man and what it looks like. You know what I'm saying? So now what this does is it puts an exact thought in her head of what it is God's going to give her, right? So hypothetically, when she goes for that, she keeps missing points because every week she's like, well, God gonna give me this because I pray for it exactly. Not to look into the person and to continue to delve in deep, but just the fact that they said that i.e. like meeting a brother and then he'd be like yeah i go to church you know as you were saying it's like if it, it blows don't let the nigga get up on a sunday and really go to church like put on a motherfucking suit or something or a tie or even go on some jeans just the fact that he's getting up it's like he's so he's trying all right <clears throat> the problem with that is that's dangerous man when we have the idea that that someone knows that it can totally disarm our entire culture disarming me to the point where all the ideas that we know i have that should be, that are obvious, you know what I'm saying, or reasonable, go out the window. Because someone that said, God, Jesus, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> the Trinity, you feel me, church, you feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. <laughs> when, even within the Bible, it tells us that, you know, the church was, is within us. When two, when two or more uh, come together in my name, you know what I'm saying, you, you have in church right there, so the building is not needed. But again, the idea that we get sold on is God is so good, you know what I'm saying, and not only is God good, but in regards of what I do, I can be absolved of it, right? So now when you have something like what Ye is doing, it's dope for the culture. The scary part is what if it's used for something other than Because the last thing we need is something that we can't trust to see that again. Um, and you know that, why that, I see that, this? That, and you know why right, I see right. this uh, show up at also this term? I see it not only in terms of relationships in Kanye West, I see marketers. Right, black women sell things to other black women, mm -hmm. and everything is God, God, multi level mm -hmm. uh, marketing, MLM marketing. Yeah. You know, it's always if you pay close attention, if you read these paragraphs. Now, I love God, like 
if anybody knows me, right, I am probably one of the most spiritual people that a person right. come across, right? But when I see, but we're not, we're not, we're not really talking about spirituality. We're not, we're, we're not talking about spirituality at all. Even though it's a spiritual finesse, it's coming in the form of the construction of a religion. Exactly, exactly. Because spirituality, that's a little different. But in form of, in, in the form of religion, when I tell you, God bless me so much in my business. If you just sow a seed of $99, you'll be blessed too. That's religion. Right. That's, that's, that's religion. And I think you hit it on the head when you said just a simple fact that you can use this term and you immediately disarm people. So what I'm ultimately trying to say is, of course, God is great. Right. I believe so. He's been part of my life. But what you don't want to do is you want to make anyone that comes with you come at you with any sort of um thing that you should be doing and what you aren't doing, make them earn that by their actions, what they're actually doing, right? Yeah, if test. he says he loves God, make sure he treats you like that. Make sure he treats your children, or you may even have kids together. Make sure that he treats you, not only just you, and this is a barometer I have for good people, and it's something that I told my wife. Just because you're good to me doesn't mean you're a good person, right? I'll say it again. Just because you're good to me doesn't, doesn't mean you're a good person. My point is, I love my wife. I love my children. Great. I'm great to my kids. I'm great to right. my wife. But what happens if I'm not great to the lady at the supermarket? <laughs> or I'm not great to your kids? Or I'm mm -hmm. not great to the people at my church? Or I'm not great to the people I don't know? How much credit do I really get for something that I'm supposed to be doing anyway? I think a better barometer of how you judge someone's character and how much God they actually have inside of them is how they treat the people they don't even know. Facts. The, the idea is, is, is charity. Uh, again, does the, Bible say, does the Bible not say, what is it what you have done for the least of them? You have done for me, right? So a lot of times that's what people lose the most track of is within the charity of actually doing it, actually following the decree, following the steps of the teaching, right? Of whatever particular divinity that you follow. We won't say Jesus right now because that's pretty much what we're yeah. talking about. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and the idea is the name and the, and the thought disarms because you know what the teachings are. The thing is, are you following it? You feel me? So, <laughs> see, that's, you feel me? Like, that's, that's what like the bed of sin just completely like sets all the way in. Because now it's blasphemous because we just come in the name without even doing the practice. You feel me? Now it's not that we don't know or aren't aware of these practices or that we can't do it. You feel me? The issue is just that we feel that how it's brought to us, it takes too much or too much sacrifice. So now, minus the sacrifice of the idea and true understanding of what this God is, serve of who Jesus is, the deity is, what Jesus is, God Jesus is, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the life and time that he's uh, went through. The finesse comes in because people know that if they look like that to you, or as long as they keep the idea of the pastor or the person that's been touched the most. Black people, we're going to follow it. You know what I'm saying? Because you've been trained to hit that. So, like, that's the finesse, you know what I'm saying? And we have to, as you were saying, have a better barometer. The barometer is actually taking that time and doing the work and the knowledge as in studying for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because that which we don't know will always be used against us. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. There you so, I love that. You know, man, you know, it's, it's not even that big of a deal as far as, like, what are we going to do? You have to do the work and the effort in reading yourself so you'll know if the person is charlatan or if they're trying to spiritually finesse you. I like that. I like that. So 
you know, y'all go ahead and chime in and let us know what you think, right? Let's have a conversation around this. And we're not here to have all the answers. We're just here to start the dialogue and we can we can, we can go back and forth and, and hopefully through community and through conversation, we can actually um, move some mountains, man. So this is another episode of the Broco Podcast. Steve Mack, Fremont Jackson. Jackson. You got any oh, yeah. parting words for him, bro? I do, I do. So check this out, you know. Uh, this came from a, a, a older but very wise Chicago scholar. The gentleman said, only a sucker will prefer a beautiful lie over the painful truth. You know what I'm saying? As Robert Blake. You know who Robert Blake is? Mm-mm. Iceberg Slim. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, man, you know, no beautiful lies over painful truths. Get you further. I like that. We're going to quote that. One love, y'all. See y'all next week. Tell your baby mama I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> <laughs>